That's No Moon. You're listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast discussing units, tactics, and more from the UK and Europe. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of That's No Moon, episode four. Uh, can't believe it's been four episodes, and that's gone really quickly, so... Uh, thanks for sticking with us. We had the epic long episode that was the last episode, uh, one hour, 45 minutes. And if you stuck through to the end, give yourself a pat on the back and a round of applause. Now we might have what might be the slightly shorter episode. So if you compile it all together, it's like this is like episode three and a half, I reckon. This is probably about fair to call it maybe three and a half. Um, today, it's just myself and Andy and Ollie may be joining us. He may not. But who knows? These are the way who knows the force moves in mysterious ways. Andy, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. It's just getting ready for Christmas. It is getting ready for Christmas. And uh, as we were discussing pre-show, all Christmas presents are wrapped. My wife has done excelled herself in wrapping nearly all the presents, except the ones that are obviously going to her and the ones from our daughter that are from us. But I buy because some of this, these, little, these little things that we do. Um, but yeah, so this will be, like I said, this will be episode four slash three and a half. We've got a few things to talk talk about. Uh, thank you for comments and, and and nice things from people. Again, as always, we love to hear back from you guys. Uh, rest assured, we will be going into a little more depth about the lists that were pre- the, the previous events and things because we we went we focused on what happened with the guys that went to the event and their games, which is awesome. And then we're now sort of do the lists that were there. So this is like a part two of that, uh, and we'll be talking about other people's lists as well as the two more rule changes or two plus three depending on how you want to look at it the rule changes about movement and suppression and all this jazz uh and then there's a fun little thing at the end so um andy let's mm. start as we mean to go on moving forward see what I did there. <laughs> oh that's a good transition there see what i did there tell us about the changes in the movement rule the mo- i think it was the most recent article i think but either way tell us about movement changes that are coming okay <laughs> It's the one I'm most. It's the most ambiguous of all the rules updates they've done. Um, I'd like to just point out that my prediction was correct about grappling hooks. Uh, oh, Andy, Andy with his hot take. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first and most important one is the um, when doing movements now. Like, if you were hugging a building, you you just have to like bend your. Um, movement tool just so slightly a little bit away from the wall because you've got to move the base of your model along the movement template so that's now been completely scrapped as long as the movement template can fit through somewhere um and where you're finishing placing your model it's it it's a legal move now so it it's a bit better for when you hug into buildings i think the more experienced you got or i found that you wouldn't ever hug a wall you'd kind of just try and be a few mils back so you could get the tighter turn as you went round it uh, but you haven't got to do that anymore. Um, so how will does this just affect infantry, or is this just, or is this a pure trooper type thing, or how will it? Does that affect vehicles? I.e., I think there are people who play the bus, uh, or the uh, uh, the was it the gav tank and or the yeah. snail tank that we wondered about that. So for the movement of description as described, that's just for infantry. Vehicles are still following the same rules. Um, but it's a bit ambiguous with what they've mentioned in the article because when you're moving now, if it is low, if it's shorter than your silhouette, um, you are no longer slowed down. So when moving over barricades, you used to reduce your speed by one um, because it was difficult terrain. It is no longer the case. So if you when you go over a barricade and you're speed two, yep, that's all good. Um, and the article is kind of ambiguous in the sense that it doesn't clarify if that also is going to apply for vehicles because um, it does for as you say like the speeder bus it's up to the height of the vehicle um, but um, for the gav tank it's not but I think with the silhouettes it's going to be across all of them so as long as it's less than your height you can move over it without any penalties and while and, and is that going to be the same for your emplacement troopers are you mark fives your and your um mortars your imperial mortars yeah as far as we can read at the moment they're still be following the same so they've got their new silhouette um 
So that obviously is depending on how tall that is. Mind uh, you, it... thinking about it, they're speed one anyway, so it doesn't actually matter. <laughs> there is that as well. There yeah. is that. So yeah, moot point. Um, and if you imagine, I'm just going to stick first a speed and a mortar. Boom, gone. <laughs> um, so yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting. Um, so for me, this actually uh, this is an interesting one because it means that you can have it makes it. There's a little element of more fun coming into this. If you imagine you have two units that are um across the across from each other at a reasonable range and are within what I would call use the forty K phrase charge distance. Mm-hmm. That would make that makes placement of barriers and or or, or final tactics interesting. So I I Wookiees, your melee Wookiees who are at range two with their range weapons, that's a good punch. But then they can go uh they could next they could set it up, set the shot up, have that so move, then shoot. Tap offensive push. They've got the aim if they need to there, and then the next turn, if they if they've got it, they could do the double move because they've got the charge, which would be interesting. Yeah, that said, I they're mean... unhindered anyway. But I'm trying to get, or maybe <laughs> sorry, royal guard is a better royal guard is a better idea. Irg royal guard's the better example there because I if I was playing them as a melee unit like a Wookiee unit uh, where you're wanting to charge them in, I was paying the two points for environmental gear. Um, just so I could run over barricades, so I'd use it as defensive on the on the approach, and then I could just ignore it as I ran over it. Um, and I think a lot of people did that for Han as well, so he could like move, shoot out, uh, like move, shoot with his steady, and then duck behind by moving over barricades at the same time. Um, but I think you're now not going to need to take that two point upgrade or ever use it. I can't think of a reason why you'd take environmental gear now. So the only, the only thing I can think of is if you're take it, you put it into a list, expecting to be trudging through difficult terrain. But you don't yes. come across many maps and tables that have a spate of uh, difficult terrain on them that you'll be running units through. Yeah, I think when you've got one or two pieces on a table and it's not on every table, is that two point upgrade going to be worth it? Exactly. Um, so what? Why would you when you can, when it's like, well, I'll just do this instead. So yeah. where where we were going? Oh my God, who's putting points on ascension hooks? Uh, the, the grappling hooks, sorry, as, as opposed to uh, grappling hooks, not ascension uh, cables. So now it's going to be the other way around for grappling gear. So they're going <laughs> to go. <laughs> and sorry for environmental gear, sorry, eg. So that's that one. The other so, one I've just thought in my what? head that means it, I've just it's popped in my head having played Jedi for a bit. Um, uh, obviously, Jedi have the jump keyword. You can only use that once, and what you would normally, what you used to do, is you jump over the barricade or, or your your small piece of terrain, uh, as opposed to in reducing your speed. Now, if you've got two bits of terrain in your way, you can just jump over one or just ignore them full stop, depending on the height. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, as you mentioned, jump. We might as well mention the the new climbing rules as well. See, no, I I planned that segue, mate. Ah. Uh, it's because you mentioned the the grappling hooks as well. Yeah, no, I, I know what I'm doing. This is why I, this is why I do the hosting stuff. You do the clever stuff and the talky talky, and I do the sound like an idiot and sound am, and uh, carry on and ask the questions that the people who aren't uh, who, who people want to hear. I'm a, ma- I'm a man of the maybe people. So with climbing now, there is no risky clamber or. Uh, a safe clamber either i don't believe um, all you do is you just do a speed one move so you just kind of hover the template over the height one piece of terrain and then do a speed one move and that is your climbing that makes it not simple but it also adds a lot of threat anyone who has the old steady or relentless keyword is must be sitting there going gimme 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 yeah the <laughs> The interesting thing is, it's um, they've mentioned that jump and scale are going to be reworked, and any other units that have currently climbing keywords, um, so like uh, expert climber and things like that, they're going to change it, but they're not telling us until the sixteenth of January. So this is why this was probably my least favorite article out of the four because it was so ambiguous and gone. Yeah, we're changing all this stuff, but we're not going to tell you. We're just going to tell you this one thing and time to tell you half of it. Going back into that, do we just because mm. we we covered this a little bit with the articles when we spoke about it previous? Do we think that's their ploy of we'll chuck this out there, see what the reaction is, 
see how it works with the people who aren't playtesters um and then see what happens i because we know like yourself and myself fair to say not a playtester so knowing and then knowing what we know that maybe it's like different playtesters will go no no do this but then do they are there are, no, are the playtesters i don't, I don't, I don't know them, that sort of thing i think because um luke lucasfilm licensing so lfl they have their fingers in things like this and control it even though you might think why but um for instance uh if you're using um Han Solo, like his as a character in LFL, have to ha- they have like certain words associated with him. Um, so like lucky gambler and like they would have words like that, and you've got to um, represent that when you're developing a character and things like that. So even rules changes have to go- get passed through LFL to make sure they're following the Star Wars licensing. So I think that's probably all it is. It's been they've submitted it. And they're just waiting the the sign off from Mickey Mouse. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's very strict from uh, coming from a licensing background um, from work. So, see, and this is why this is what Andy knows. Just it's not what you know. It's the way is what you know. But it's uh, the, the old phrase: <laughs> not what you know, it's who you know. But in your in this case, it's the reverse. And uh, Andy's Andy's connections with Mickey Mouse are well noted and documented. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was a more direct route that I had with him. Mickey let me on Space Mountain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anything else on movement and/or jumping and/or ascending uh, th- 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 all that sort of stuff? I actually think it's interesting with the steady keyword and the relentless. It's going to be fun. Uh, um, it will be. It'll be. It will. It, it's. It'll be fun until the point where someone goes, "Ha! I'm up there and shoots me from the top of a building," and then I'll be like, "No, I need to go back to real." I think from like a tournament organizer's point of view it actually does add a bit of fun to creating maps because of the the way the climbing interaction is less of a punishment now and it is quite a simplification so the latest map that i'm designing for mkgt it is very height orientated and i was very worried no (laughs) um i was a little bit worried about it with um like the different levels of height i was going to have in it um but now I'm kind of like, oh, nope, not an issue. Because um, I was going to have to have loads of ladders and stairs and things like that to accommodate it, but yeah. less likely now. And as a reminder for people who who may or may not be aware, measurement is not from point to point. Measurement is literally done in, in, as a 2D, not diagonal at all. It's 2D. So if you are on, if you are in a height 2 building shooting at something that may look like it would be out beyond range 3 because the diagonal, no, you would, you're, you're measuring... It's all trig- oh, trigonometry. I never did it, but it's all it's it's a two D measurement as opposed to a point to point. It's all so, lateral, isn't it? Yeah, all, all lateral looking down that jazz. So just as a reminder for people, if they're uh, if they were like, oh, that's out of range, but ah, it, it, it could be that sort of thing. So that's movement. Uh, I've just another one popped in my head of uh, of Anakin Skywalker jumping up relentlessly, throwing a lightsaber, and then jogging away again, all that jazz. So that's um that that might be fun for people. Um, so maybe that was a slight, slight Republic help. Who knows? Anyway, well, don't forget about Snow's getting a nice buff from that as well because they can speed oh, one, up, speed climb. one up, speed one up, steady and shoot, shoot and, climb, and back down. climb back down again. Yeah, because Empire, because <laughs> Empire and Blizzard Force didn't need any help at all already. But never mind. Um, talking of giving them help, suppression has changed a little bit. And um, this definitely does help them in the Blizzard Force specifically within the in the latter turns. But we'll come. I think we'll, we'll save that. Let's do the basic mechanics first. Andy, tell us how suppression and panicking has changed. Um, so the game of suppression still the same, no changes there, which is good because I think it's a very key mechanic of why I enjoy Legion. I think actually, um, I completely agree. The, the command card is is probably my favourite because it's the gamble of like the the, the hedging mm-hmm. bets against someone. That's fun, and it's the, and. And the, the, the suppression because it's like and it's like i think uh is it bolt action i have a similar sort of thing with the pins yes it does yeah it's, it, it, it makes thematic sense that if you are being if you are a trooper unit being shot at you're gonna just go oh crap drop my head down that sort of thing that's it makes sense i love it yeah um exactly why i think it's very important um to as a key, key part of the game um but going forward with panicking um it was usually a lot of effort um, and high risk to try and shoot a unit um, that was close to the edge of the board 
um, to make them panic off the board. Obviously, you, you were rewarded when they failed their uh, morale check and ran off the board. But no, um, that's no more. You can't panic units um, off the board. You can still panic them. Uh, when a unit is now panicked, um, they drop any objectives like they previously would, but they then skip their go and just stay where they are. Um, they do get to remove um, one suppression for, their, for each of their courage value. So if you've managed to panic um, Luke, operative Luke, uh, and put like eight suppression on him, uh, he fails to clear any of them suppression off. He then instantly removes four. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. He moves what? So at the end, I was of me thinking, oh, he loses his one plus his one. He'd lose at the end of the ta- at the end of the re- at the end of the round. No. So this is the this is the slight improvement to units that are panicked. So there's always been that time where Grievous or any other Courage Two commander panics. Oh, he's going to luck. This will help him massively. Um, well, it kind of doesn't. It doesn't in some ways. Cause obviously, um, he still sits there in the open, ready to be shot. Still, it just gets rid of some of the suppression. But if you spend your turn panicking and do zero actions, you can remove um, suppression equal to your courage value. So you do nothing because you're panicking, um, but then you get to remove X amount of tokens depending on what your courage value is. Troopers, it's one. But if it's like, as I say, if you panic Commander Luke, he removes four suppression. That just slipped past me. I can, and the same with Yoda as well, I suppose. That just slipped past yeah, me. I, yeah. just, I forgot. I didn't even. I was like, oh, just lose one, delete one. And I just forgot the fact that troopers have different value and that's, like, oh, and yeah, that's, of course that's not including the one at the end of the round either so that is a total of five suppression in one round luke potentially will clear that remo- that now does that make a suppression list viable anymore or not because in my opinion if you're if you're a if you're a suppression if you have a lit if you play a list that is suppression list you're not going to panic stuff off um but you're still going to prevent but you are going to prevent them doing scoring at scoring type shenanigans in mid-game so you look so intercept for example so that's the change that makes a panic list quite viable yeah um, so panicking is now like a permanent state so once you reach double your courage value and we think it's still uh you would still be checking against your commander for that um so if your commander's in range then you'd use his courage value and make sure you're not panicked but if you become panicked while before you've activated any objectives that you would be scoring no longer count. You don't drop them, but you just don't no longer count as yeah, so, scoring it. So the scenario is I put three I put three courage two units, let's say three units of wikis in. Uh in range in in range one of a intercept position. You put four courage one units in. Mm-hmm. One of them uh two of them then become panicked before the end of the before the end of the round. You don't that two of them do not count towards the scoring of that intercept correct area. So therefore, I went. I am controlling that because I have three non-panicking units. Yep. Yep. Cool. Glad we're all on the uh, on the same page. That's all good. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think so of think... Uh, this would also work for breakthrough as well. So that if you're going for a very risky turn six on breakthrough or end of game play, and you're just trying to, go, I'm not say you think I'm not going to get all my stuff there, and you know you can panic a panic a cheap core unit that's one way of trying to win yep now i think krennic um three pips has just gone annihilation looms is yeah boom Um, gone vader who obviously was very not being seen very much recently um his uh suppression bomb for his free pip i think that's uh, a good one to save for turn six now what's that darkness descends no, the other one, um, uh, Mastery of Evil. Mastery of Evil, thank you. Yeah, there you go. You, you dump out free suppression on everyone at range two. That's everyone, though, not just... Nope, it's only enemies. Oh, it is enemies, sorry. I thought it was... Yeah. Oh, no, because it's Krennic that's everyone. Yeah, sorry, it's Krennic that's yeah. everyone, isn't it? Yeah. Krennic yeah. is everyone, friends and enemies, uh, where Vader is just enemies. Wow. So, giving cool. out free suppression on the final turn. Uh... I'm, look- I'm looking at people with the Inspire keyword now. <laughs> That's it, like Leia. She's now got a bit of value again. Um, and I think with the line of sight changes that we discussed um, the other week um, and how you allocate wounds, her one pip's probably got, got a bit more value now when you're targeting strike teams, mm, if they yeah. if they still see table. Um, so yeah, I think um, I like the change for the panic. It, it just changes and moves your thought of thinking of when a unit needs to activate or 
the risk of panicking, etc., shifts and changes in the game rather than it being, uh, oh, I need to activate them early. Now it's like, well, they're panicked already. I'll just risk it later in the game. It's not as much of a... It, yeah. The risk reward is less so, but it's more of a guaranteed thing if you're trying to build a list around it. That makes absolutely sense. Now I'm going to give you a scenario here. This is a, So this is a real-life scenario that's actually happened, and it's actually happened in Milton Keynes. Uh, I played John Callahan. And I was, I had a squad of, I had a, a large, I think I had a, tri, a core core unit with extra man. And I was, it was a breakthrough mission and they were just outside. They hadn't activated yet. They'd been shot many times. So they were panicked. When I, when I activated them, they failed their panic roll, but to panic, they were heading towards the nearest board edge, which happened to be within a speed two to score. So that yep. means in the new rule, and they, and then because of the no non-panicky state that that is now exists in the, they would now not have scored. Yes, because they wouldn't. But move. they did. But they did then because they didn't go off the board. They just did one speed two, and in and the unit lead, the unit leader was in the in deployment zone in his deployment. Yeah, zone. and um, what, what is this? I think it was LGT for me. I had a similar scenario where. I made a unit of pikes. We was playing in bombing run. He, I shot them. They panicked. They dropped the bomb, and then they d- moved away. The following turn, they moved up, picked the bomb because they cleared the suppression. Um, and I managed to do that again to them, so they p- dropped it straight away. Panicked. There's two turns yeah. of panicking. Um, where in the new version of the rules, what would have happened is he would have panicked and dropped the bomb and not done anything. The following turn, he would have picked the bomb up because he's still touching it yeah. and moved forward towards me with it. See so... now, so there's a double-edged sword on it, really, because that mm, that really? doesn't help. Yeah. That doesn't help at all. And that shouldn't. You would think a panic unit should be moving away from the danger, and I think that's an. I for me, that's an element that should be that maybe you could keep that there that they move away mm-hmm. from. Maybe they move away from the unit that shot them. They move this the the the, the like say. I'm sure the move 180 degrees the, follow, the, the 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 opposite way if that makes sense. So it's not necessarily near to the yeah, nearest so board edge. Yeah, so just or but or I they don't run off a board edge; they just just go away from the situation. I think the argument there is they've said that they're trying to make it easier for players or more simple. Uh, but how do you know which keeping track of what units shot that thing last to then do the panic is just another thing that would be more complicated. Or... Well, you'd say it's like what if you were. Uh, not that I'm not that I'm in any forces or I can speak from any experience, but I'm just in my head if I'm going. Oh, let, is you going right? That shot me. I can deal with that. That shot me. Oh, I'm a bit nervous. Oh, not that one as well. Uh, and then there's your break, and you go from the, the 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 whatever the last the more recent one is breaks you is the one that makes you go that way. But maybe you can adjust it slightly. That. Maybe yeah. you could. Yeah, maybe you can adjust it slightly and say. Um. Uh, what am I say? Maybe you can adjust it slightly and say that instead of it being a full speed of the move that they have say troopers most troopers speed two maybe you drop it and say it's, it reduces the move reduces speed by one so in your so in the scenario you have with where they drop the bomb where they can just go drop one oh, i'll pick it back up again they this at least they just move away and it helped it, yes it doesn't stop that that's a that's yeah. something to consider but that was just it's i'm just but making I think it, there's yeah pros and cons to as you said like i've had where i've panicked and now i've, I've fleed onto a key position um, and you've panicked and fled into your breakthrough. Like yeah. all of them are scenarios in the past, which the panic can benefit you. It was rare, but it was funny when it did help, and it was a great accomplishment. But now it's going to be um, a unit's going to panic, and you're they're going to be denied from scoring. And I think yeah. that's going to be the bigger accomplishment now. Uh, doing that on ter- the last turn of the game, turn six, or if you don't get your full six turns in, I think it's going to be a real shift in. Oh, I can't get three units on there. But I can get two on, and I can panic the other two. Yeah. Um, and that will then shift like a chance of winning as well. God, I wonder if Droidicas might get complain now because they do because they're suppressive. suppressive. Weapon. <gasps> Ooh, triple Droidicas! <laughs> who would run triple Droidicas? Who's crazy enough to do that? I don't know. Someone who doesn't want to be in the top eight. Oh. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> All right, someone's getting. Get the claw. Get the Wampa claws out. There we go. Um. But- yeah, that's it. For so that's the suppression mechanic. Is there any other articles that we're expecting? Other than obviously we're getting a, we didn't mention this actually in the last show. We're getting a book. Well, it's not a physical book. I, like, oh, I, th- oh, I actually excited. thought. So, no, no, I thought it was. Someone I, I, I was led to believe it actually a physical book that I could go and hold. 
no like, it's just a, a rule book you know like the pdf the, the current pdf is a rule oh, book oh there's me thinking it would have been like, it would have had like a spine and everything i could just like when i and then when no. i lost a game i could go boom like a proper book and they'd be like oh there we go and the table would shake and all that sort of jazz i'd be glad that they if they ever go down the gw route i'll be very disappointed i like the fact that a new rule book is just a pdf update um, I do have a printed off copy for when I'm TOing, um, and I can go, I only need to print off page 12. I've got a new rule book. I don't yeah. have to pr- reprint the whole document. That's fair. So, it's very, very fair. And then it makes your life that much easier. Yeah, and saving Love. the environment. Save, yeah, saving the saving the whales, saving the whales, saving the seals, saving the narwhals. Just the trees. Um, yeah, save the trees. Um, moving on. Uh, lists. So we spoke about the Element Tournament uh, last episode at length, and we went in like it was a good sort of battle report one. So instead of battle reports now, we're going to look at a couple of lists, and I think you've got a couple lined up ready that you're like, these are cool, and why they work well. All good in the hood? Yeah. Cool. Tell us the first one you might have. Because so the one that... Co- list, the right? one, well, well, you can go... Yeah, I mean, it probably works. Let's go with the winning list would start. I didn't want it spoilers. I'll cover the top three, I guess, to start yeah, with. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Um, so, first place, um, go on, have a guess. I'm sure you already know the answer to this. I actually don't, because I've life got in the way of my doing things. So, I actually don't. But all I know is that at one point, Vader and Palp were top of day one, which was cool. And at the same time, in a in another major event, which also had a, uh, slightly more players, but equally... but. It, in, in, in the states also vader palp was top of day top of day one it was quite coincidental it was like oh that's really cool and yet spooky so yeah so what made it to the top in day two though yeah, you know, yeah pass you, you, oh, you asked i can't no, remember not even a guess oh oh hang on let me think 5-0 first <laughs> oh, so close it was a battle force and they was it? Oh, uh, oh was it shadow collective <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah it was blizzard force being played by chris reese um from scotland um he's a lovely guy i've played him uh at the uk championships uh and it's just the typical blizzard operative vader four bikes some snows and the heavy response teams um but being played by a very good player so he went five and oh and the only player to go five and oh with did, did have you got who he who he beat up there? Because um, obviously who he beat and is 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 not. I mean it's important, but like there if if the did he beat uh, you? Did he beat Ollie? No, he didn't beat me. So I'm trying to quickly pull that out. Chris Reese beat Sam Page. Um, for game one, by the looks of it, it was Chris Reese, wasn't it? I said yeah. Make sure I'm looking at the right person. Uh, I wouldn't be embarrassing if that wasn't the case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he beat. Um, oh, he played Dave Grant's daughter, Azure. Yep. Um, for game uh, two. Game three played Mike Reese, the current li- uh, the listener who sent in the, the Wookiee list on our, from our first episode. Um, he then played. David Grant, so he beat both the Grants. Oh, it's um, a family affair on that day. It is, yeah, uh, yeah. And then he beat um, <laughs> it's Rumham, but it, that's David. Oh, I forgot his name last week. Um, but he came second. He's yep. also from Scotland. They came down together. They play, uh, I think they play locally together. No, oh, that bit, I would have, that would have been an interesting grudge match. Uh, so that's quite cool. Um, so yeah, so Blizzard Force wins out um, yeah. without without this is no salt on it. It's like I'm not shocked. I'm 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 happy for I'm happy for him, but at the same time, it's Blizzard Forces. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, play, uh, yeah, but if you play it well, you play it well, exactly, yeah. and, there, and you beat some good players and like that. Like, like obviously Dave, good player, that sort of thing. And uh, so, uh, I mean, his yeah. MOV is ninety three percent over the whole weekend, which can't is go like, wrong, can't go wrong. But yeah. his strength is strengthening. <laughs> That debate is not happening anymore. I'm not I just. It, I mean, you know what? I'm saying that it's going to, and it, it's just one of those things that it's what it's like. Marm, it's the Marmite debate for Legion strength let's, schedule. Let's and, move on and to movie. second place then. Yep, second place is. So uh, it was. I, was say, I know it's David. I can't remember. His, uh, it's David Fraser. That's it. Um, 
he came in second place with what absolutely terrified me if I was going to play against it. So we've got Imperial Officer, naked. So that is Say her name. good old Maggie. There you go. <laughs> uh, Palpatine with anger, battle meditation, and burst of speed. He then has Darth Vader, which will be operative. Force choke, force push, tenacity, and seize the initiative. He's then got three naked stormtroopers. And then the best part of it all, he's got two LARTs. One with the TIE pilot and one with an onboard comms channel to put both Palpatine and Vader into it. And it is absolutely disgusting. That is... I love the creativity <laughs> of it. I actually love it. Because as a joke a couple of weeks ago, I went, who'd run two lats in a in a Discord chat? And there we go. There we go. Yeah. It's uh, disgusting. Because <laughs> if, oh, if you shoot the lats, which have got either Vader or Palpatine in, yes, you will inflict one wound, but then they're out and they get both their actions. Like, it's just stupidly scary. <laughs> I, once I, they're both out, you've got Palpatine pulling the string. So Vader's attacking twice a turn minimum. Oh, and wow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah it's how would you, I'm trying to think what the, I'm trying to think what the counter to that is. And, uh, and, and clearly Blizzard Force is, it turns out. I guess Blizzard Force has got the fact that it's got four bikes. And the so impact, probably, the, the impact yeah, on the bikes helps a little. It can probably kill a, a, um, a lot before... They're probably both going to have orders if he's playing it right. So they're, they're probably going to kill it, and then Vader's going to go. But then your Vader can go as well if he's in the middle of your army. Mm. Um, so I guess that's the difference. Um, and maybe it's also the missions. He's only got a two-point bid. So if you're playing something like Bomb and Run, yes, he can put two bombs on the Larts and score them easily, but what the hell is bringing that third bomb up? A, na- a naked unit of Stormtroopers. Maybe you're relying on the lat, the, the the lats, and or lats, depending on who say lato about that. Um, maybe you're relying on them killing the opposing bomb carrier. They don't do much. But... There's only, oh, is it one red, three black, or something? I don't know. You oh, know okay. what? I'll bring it up now. Yeah, they don't do a lot of a punch. Let's just insert some heavy weapons. Let's just insert some hot, put some uh, lift music here. Da, 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 da. Here we go. Right, got it. Yeah, one red, three black. But yeah, can you stick? Can you stick stuff on it? You can. You, uh, can, you can stick. Yeah, you can stick missiles. You can stick something on there. So if you if you right. if you stick on. Oh yeah. So let's say you're shooting. Let's say if he's coming up. If it if it were me, I'm sticking the bunker busters on this because if you, you your chances are you're going to play a blizzard force. Or something with cover, so you stick the bunker busters on there to get blast, and, and you're running it at them anyway. Yeah, so you want to be close. So yeah, so you want the two done, and then you're rolling one red, four black, three white, scatter as well, which could help a little bit if you're going to do some. Could you do scatter and then maybe trigger anger on on Palpatine? Uh, where you'd scatter the unit so that when you disembark, they're closer to you to engage. There you go. So you you can scatter to help yourself a little bit. Yeah. Um, bring things out of cover and all that. Ah, well, look, scatter. Ah, what scatter just become becomes a real good keyword now. Just realised with the whole um line of sight changes. Uh, it does, yeah. That, that I've just, works. I've not even, I've not, it's not even because I don't play baddies too often. And the only things that I have that have scattered would be Dooku, and I have uh, obviously have droids. Dooku and Vader, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that, and that so that becomes quite, that becomes quite cool all of a sudden. Sorry, that was uh, there. Anyway, so yeah, so bunker busters could be quite good if you're running that, and then you can at least you might be able to take out uh, or at least do something to a bike before it gets a chance to deposit its bomb. If yeah, you're the opponent, I think opponent. That's that list, yeah. if you can kill Vader, I think that he's the real workhorse of the list. Mm. If you can kill him before he does too much to you, then um, I think Palpatine won't carry it as much. He can still do a lot, don't get me wrong. Like uh, His one pip is amazing. Um, but yeah, it's the combo of having two very hard-hitting units um, mm. and Palpatine letting Vader go twice a turn, essentially. A thought. Can 
uh, choose for any trooper. No, this is fine. I had an idea about that, but no. Could the could you, with given how far the lats move, because uh, uh, and their base size, so effectively it's quite long range, but speed two, but range three type thing. A uh, speed, but like that base makes it a three. Mm-hmm. Could you zoom over, do your Vader deposit drop, and then fly away, go pick up the other bomb, drop it off again? Uh, vehicles it, can't we, pick up bombs. Sorry, vehicles can't pick up bombs. Oh, uh, fair enough. So they have to be assigned it off the first one. Yeah, yeah they can, they pick, only yeah. troopers can pick them up once they've been dropped. Yeah, thumbs. That's fine. I hadn't. I was just. Yeah. I'm thinking of things out off the bat uh, as it goes into my head. That sort of thing. There. So there you go. But I think it was a great list, and obviously he's been piloting it really well to go four and one, and only lose against Chris at the end. David, if you're listening, I'd love to know how many reps you had with that, and I'd love to know a little bit of the inspiration of it, if it whether it was, well, if it's an original creation or if you saw it off somewhere and thought, I'd, I'll have fun with that. But, uh, well, yeah, I, th- I don't know if this is true, but he might have had some inspiration from who came in third place. <laughs> Look at that segue. <laughs> Go for it. Um, Dave Grant is very... He, he's been using Vader and Palp, but he does it very differently. Um he runs Palpatine with Force Push, Choke, Anger, and Improvised Orders. Mm-hmm. He then runs Vader with, um, and it's Commander Vader, um, Force Push, Force oh, Choke, Burst who Speed. Need, and who, needs, who needs courage? Yeah. I mean, who needs courage when you've got two uh, the, the scariest Empire units? He then has, um, is it three, uh, two Snow Troopers with medical droids and portable scanners. And then he has one snow trooper with just a medical droid. So that is six heals for the two Dark Lords. But there's Ouch. also an occupier tank in there as well. Oh, just to, just chuck a tra- just chuck, chuck a tank a tank in there. So if I remember this right, Dave explained it to me. Oh, hang on. I, I, might, I think I might know what he's going to do. Do you use the tank as his base for doing something off a of, visit a palp card? His range. You can do that. Yeah. So you know what I'm trying to say. I can't remember. Is there yeah. something he does? You're an empire player. I'm not. But well, it's something he you does. You do pull the strings. That's and it. You get to use the base of the tank. Um, the tank, which as is your huge. Measuring range. Yeah. So what he does is he he puts Vader in the tank. He moves the tank forward once. Vader disembarks. Bursts of speeds with implacable played on that turn. So this is turn one. Oh wow. Does the tank that... have a comms jammer? Uh, no, the tank has a HQ uplink. HQ, because I know that sometimes I know the tank can be done with a comms jammer because of the again because yeah. the huge base messes up order orders for people. So I think with a with a movement from the tank, disembark and burst of speed, that's a I think it's like twenty two inch range. So if we are playing battle lines, Vader has now just hit your deployment zone. Yay! <laughs> um, if you're playing long march, all he's he halfway up the table. Do, then what he does is, uh, Palpatine moves, embarks into the uh, the the tank, and then just pull the strings on Vader to give him another activation with burst of speed. Uh, and oh then, God! Because the end of the round, isn't it? Uh huh. And then because you played implacable. He'll have another burst of speed. So that is free speed, free moves. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Dave explained it to me on a perfect board. He can reach your deployment zone on long march on turn one. Wow. With Vader, Whoa. who is speed one. <laughs> it's. I'm not it's taking sad. any anyone who says <laughs> anyone who says Empire needs help. I'm not. No, you don't anymore. No. You've, if you can get Vader in any deployment zone in those conditions, no, not anymore. You don't. And the funniest thing about it all is it's only six activations. You're like, oh, that's easy, but it's not. He only lost uh, to the guy who won the tournament. Oh wow! I didn't even Sorry. know. Do you know what? I knew Pal- <laughs> I knew Pal- Vader was a, was a recent thing, but I didn't know that was the thing. I don't know what I didn't actually ever look at the American list because, as I say, they slumped down by the end of day two. I think they ended up going three and two. Yep, no, um, no. they went three and zero oh day one, but I don't know where they came day two. So it'd be interesting to see what their list is versus David Frazier's and David Grant's here. I'm uh, going to try and find it. What was it? It was Pax, wasn't it? Because that was the yes, it was Pax. Now turn it to Pax. Pax unplugged Legion 2022. 
Um, you don't happen to know who the who the individual was who ran it, do you? I don't know. Oh, that's Why a shame. I was trying to see if I could find it. So it wasn't Kyle, Brendan, or Mickey. Uh, no. Da, 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 da. Yeah, let's have a look after round. Can we get? Let's wonder rounds. Do you want some good news while you're looking that up? Go on. There was one five zero first player at the whole of the tournament. Yeah. Which one you want to so, see? So his list. He came in thirty second. It was his first tournament ever. Um. Which I think is pretty good. Coming two and two wins, three losses with five oh first. He had Anakin Skywalker with force reflexes, saber throwing, tenacity, and endurance, which I think is pretty normal. Um, a clone commander with vigilance, uh, phase twos with um, a Z six and endurance. Which is, I'm intrigued by the endurance on that. Um, another phase twos with fives and offensive push. Arc troopers. It's a full squad. With the sniper rifle and a long range comlink, yeah, and droid popper grenades. Oh, I never see them on there. Another full squad um, with just offensive push. He's then got a strike team in there with Echo, Overwatch, and a long range comlink and recon intel, and an ATRT with a laser cannon and link target in array. Do you know what? Good for the clones. Good for the clones. I've got an interesting tidbit to add to the clones as well. Um, this is. Kind of preempting it, so I'm, I'm trying to start up a community in uh, little little regular some regular things down in es- in Colchester and Essex. So more news on that in a bit. Um, when I was speaking to the store owner, he said that he had sold out of his 501st battle sets, battle forces sets, and my brain went really. And I and I tried to really hide the surprise about that when talking to him because and he, and he he said no no they've sold they've sold really really well and I was like that's in my head I was like that's great that people are buying that. Because I think they're just buying into clones because they love the clones because of Clone Wars and the, the extra added universes outside of the film. So that's really cool. Anyway, um, while that was happening, I found I think I found the list, uh, the on. packs list, which is, which is different. Um, I think it was Ed. I think if it's this one, hopefully it is. I just quickly scanned. I saw Vader Palp. So Ed Martinez ran uh, Vader Palp. Uh, Palp had Force Barrier, Anger, Force Reflexes, Esteemed Leader. So that is, again, slightly different, I think. Uh, Vader had this was op Vader, so it was choke flexes tenacity up close and personal. So I'm gonna choke. Where does up close and personal come into this? It's for the because uh, it's operative Vader has got the range to attack. Thank you very much. Uh, I forgot what I forgot that you know what this is. I just forget things these days. Um, then he has Shores with a med droid. Uh, Stormtroopers with HH12 specialist and recon intel times two uh, a mortar and then three uh, a strike team with sonic charges and then two scout snipers as well strike teams um all at 800 okay. points nine elevations 800 points so three very different I don't, i'm just going to check that ed was this was the palp list that was that that, that, that did well but uh vader palp yeah ed let's check ed Ed Martinez came 12th and he went three and two. So there, yeah, he was the top of the three and two. So if he went three, yeah, that makes sense. There we go. So yeah, that was di- very three very different Vader Palps. Uh, in an interesting. I mean, it is scary on paper, and you're like, oh, it's fine. I've got ten activations. I've got four more than you, or nah. two, three more than you. Doesn't matter. I <laughs> I've played I've played Rich College in a Vader Palp list in a casual game, and I was running. I was, it was actually it was when I was running Dooku, a Dooku Mall, and it turned into a bloodbath but uh i ran into i ran into vader with dooku force push do vader into dooku uh maul ran into vader palpatine ran into maul it was a big and then my magna guards ran into his whoever the hell it was it was there was somewhere i have a picture which was i think we took it and we were just going this is a cluster mess uh and we used a different word but it was a big bundle of models and we're like that's attacking that. They're in melee with that. It was insane. But yeah, well, good on Vader Palp. Not that Empire needed any more help anyway. So there we go. But it's nice to see something that isn't Blizzard Force doing really well. Begrudgingly agree. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when will, I want some, I want my time back in the light. But there we go. Um, so yeah, so there we go. So that's uh, there's the, there's some interesting lists from from Element uh, going on. Uh, so there. So. Uh, talk, moving on, we've got we've got a couple of submitted lists, uh, and then we'll round up the show very quickly. So the submitted lists, 
are. Let me just bring them up. So the first one was from Andrew Platt. And this is, I'm going to read this like, you remember when you were watching kids TV and, oh, we've had a letter in. This is what it says. Really enjoying the podcast. Thanks for taking time to make it. Thank you, Andrew. Here is my mental list idea, kind of based off of turn one bombs. The idea is, uh, I'll do, I'll, I'll read the blurb and I'll read the list. The idea is you play Luke's, you serve your master well, turn one, and HQ the land speeder. Do whatever with all the other stuff, like that. Uh, uh, that's, they are mostly there to die anyway. Then yeet, and he uses the word yeet in capitals, then yeet Luke into the enemy lines on the speeder. Uh, this is the yeah, land speeder. Um, Jedi mind trick some heavy hitter, uh, and then force him to shoot their own guys. No, you can't do that with droids. Ideally, using some something like HR storms to smash up uh, their own guys, or even their own Jedi, who could deflect that nonsense back into his own guys. Now, I don't know if he can deflect it because he has to choose to use the dodge. But yeah, but you're going to obviously they don't spend it. Then yeah, save you, worse, can, so it's a win-win. D- deflect isn't an optional because this one you may do that. It's an auto, isn't it? Deflect is auto. Yeah, if you spend deflect a dodge, is yeah. auto if you spend a dodge. Yeah, so that's cool. That's interesting. Then. Stand by to get out. Then stand by to get out of the speeder when the next enemy unit activates, if this is allowed, or get out of the speeder and do as the above and force push someone into you. Not sure though, as the la- as the speeder will have moved two or three times. It goes on. Then hopefully Luke won't die turn two in the middle of the army, and the Torns will also will also be up in the fray, smashing up some stuff. I mostly thought of this to counter that dreaded Blizzard force. Not scared at all, Ollie. Thanks. Uh, hence the huge bid. Feels like it could be fun. However, could also be terrible. What are your thoughts? Now I read the list. Uh, Land speeder with Ryder Azadi, rifle gunner, medium blaster, and the HQ uplink. Op Luke with force flexes, push, Jedimine trick, and into the fray. I like the into the fray on that because he's going to be cl- really glared and so we're acquiring some um, surges. Two Tontons with Hatcom's units and one Tonton without. Uh, three rebel troopers and a rebel officer, and we, we need to name the rebel officer at some point, but we'll wait for, for, for Ollie to come back. Um, my own personal, I while the hack, hack this is just a personal thing, hack comms unit's cool. But I would prefer to run comms jammers on Tontons because you get them in there and then you can really screw up some orderings. But the hack comms is like, oh, you're getting an order, I'll have one too. That's just a personal preference, yeah. I'd agree with that, I think. I prefer a comms jammer on the Tauntauns because especially two models, you can increase the range mm. on that range one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, um, the, the, the logic there for the hat comms is great because you can uh, have it to react. But if you're if you're denying yeah. that you're op- if you deny your opponent the opportunity to have to get in all of themselves anyway, then you kind of like yeah, see ya. Yeah, I like the uh, I like his idea. Um, Luke in the land speeder is scary. I played against it, not this list, yeah. but. It, that list archetype, I guess, would be the way to describe it, and it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's nine. This is nine activations, by the way, with uh, fourteen point bid, so a good bid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of the all of the Luke. Oh no, all the Luke cards minus uh, minus a pip two. So I'm trying to figure out what pip two is, but there's a push in there somewhere as well. So yeah, so yeah, cool. Uh, no, that'd yeah. be fu- I feel like that'd be fun. If Ollie were here, he'd be able to break that down as a more rebel expert than I am. I'm just out of touch with the rebels, having moved on a little bit, and I've got to go back into it. But I think that'd be fun. You're right with the Luke the thing, yeeting Luke in. The only issues you're saying about the Jedi mind trick, as we talked about last episode, is the Jedi mind trick on droids. So you would, I, where I, you, you would think, oh, I'll just do a, get them, shoot them. Can't do it. So I don't it think would be. In that list, though, he's got the option to Jedi mind trick um, Tauntauns because they're trooper units. So yes, they get a free speed move, so that generates them a dodge and a free attack. Yep. Um, so against droids, he's not got a bad backup but, yeah, plan. Yeah, it's a second, secondary plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and even without, I mean, if, if he's got Tauntauns on turn one that double move and then you Jedi mind trick with a, for a third move, he could probably hit in them if they've into melee. Yep. Um, if the enemy have moved towards him, so yeah, I think Jedi mind trick on turn one could catch someone out with that kind of thing. S- similar to um, the Vader two pip, yeah. uh, the one where you triple move a Jew back and you spur them as well to do like catch them out. That would be the tri- what was new it? ways to motivate them. Yeah, new ways. Yeah, yeah. New ways. I think that'd be a nice rebel alternative to it. Yeah. Um, 
that yeah. would be fun. That's cool. That's a good one. So yeah, there. So Andrew, there you have ideas. And I think also the Jedi mind trick is always if if when you are a if you're a non rebel if you're a non rebel player, Jedi mind trick is forgotten that you can do stuff with to your own your own units because you, yeah. you're always sitting there going. Right, I want to stay away from Luke. Well, I'm not, but you're you're staying away. You're going. Oh, I want to stay from away from Luke. He'll suppress me. He'll make me shoot. He'll make me do this with my Wookies. He'll do that. But then you forget. Oh no, he could do that with his own unit to do that to me, and that helps. So that's something worth worth remembering for uh, for, for, no, for for some novices there. Um, Just to yeah. answer his question as well. Yeah, he uh, Luke can take a standby if he's uh, as his only action. Because if the vehicle's double moved, um, you only get one action, so he wouldn't be able to Jedi mind trick and new ways to motivate if the vehicle's double moved. Yep. Oh, yep. 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 Um, uh, but that one action can be a standby, and then he can disembark. Even you can't take three actions. No. You're okay. One there you action. Go. There we go. There you go. Rules. Not only do you get some analysis into lists, you get rules clarifications as well, people. If, you, uh, if it's a single move, then he can do as many actions as he likes. Yeah. There you go. Um, list number two was from Chris W and I will do this in exactly the same way as I I've played a lot in capitals of double ATSD over the years when the game was released that's what I played first I've come to the conclusion that the best way to use them is with the grenade launchers and charge headfirst into the middle on the board having blast is so valuable especially considering they frankly ridiculously don't have critical eroded onto their card yet sorry Empire don't need any help already alright <laughs> They need the hammers. They need the hammers pilot too. Otherwise, they're too inconsistent. Even with vice, not having any offensive surge never goes well. Um, I think though the fact that they don't have that surge is a balance to the um, rebel because the rebel opposite unit is the uh, airspeeder, so they don't have a surge. They don't surge both. I don't think he says surge is crit. Yeah, it doesn't surge defense though. So whereas yeah, it does. It's white surge defend, isn't it? Is it both? I couldn't remember now. Yeah. Uh, oh, maybe it did then because it needed because it needed all the help it could get when it came out against that thing. Test. I think it always defended and was always surge to hit. Oh, I feel like it. Yeah. Maybe it didn't. Um, oh no, it's yeah. had. That's it. It's it's immune range one weapons was new and all that jazz. The, the, yes, the, yeah, that so was the extra errata. Yeah. Cool. Where was I up to? Uh, so. Uh, never having a set offensive surge never goes well from the middle you can do a lot of area denial using the bases to keep on to, to stop your opponent from reaching the central objective on some missions such as KP and intercept uh, the walkers uh, soften bounty up while IG88 and I'll do the list in a minute IG88 and DIN clean up a very simple list with a simple premise, uh, premise really easy to use and not uh, especially mentally taxing through a day's gaming that is an underrated statement that Obviously, very weak to ion, and five units of pikes would probably take down one walker per turn. But as the, start, the song goes, we don't talk about bro pikes. Yeah. Uh, I, sh- I wish I'd remember the tune. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have used this this. Pre- no, no. no. <laughs> so I go and do that again. Uh, no, <laughs> that was a one time only. No, it's fine. <laughs> I don't I, sing. It's I'm awful. saving. I'm saving my Christmas thing for later. So anyway, uh, I have used this pre- this previously, but that was to uh, that was with Merc Bobber and Bosk. Now I'm going to try with the new bounty hunters on the block. I'd also like to try with the Brobots instead of Mando, as there's enough points for the repair droids too. Uh, hopefully, you will like to discuss uh, this list uh, as I look forward to being torn apart. I think you're right. Don't worry. Also, please could you kindly inform Tom Smith of a list, uh, list uh, last time's uh, discussion frame that pikes need their points increasing and ATSTs still need a buff. I disagree that ATS need a buff, but we know that pikes did need the points increase because ATSD. The thing is, if I'm playing, if I see an ATST list, I'm not shooting it. I'm dealing with th- everyone. I'm dealing with everyone who has thumbs. Therefore, you've got a unit that is going to be doing so much work with the shootings that i still can't i can't do it especially if i'm using maybe a white save your army or whatever it's it doesn't need any help i think the atsd is perfectly placed where it is over to you as the empire player who will no doubt disagree <laughs> oh he said thanks for reading warm regards from a burke with a something list <laughs> and he named this coconut chickens and i'll just do the list 798 points eight activations he's got maggie din uh, with the flamer, the jetpack, the spear, 
situational awareness, up close and personal. Uh, he's got IG-88 with scopes and hunter, three stormtroopers and two ATSDs, which have the grenade uh, and the hammer pilot. Oh, and oh, there was an there was a follow up. He actually emailed one. Just a follow up. I fluked three three nil with it. Bombing run KP, then bombing run again. Two and oh, two one three three with the bounty and one on points destroyed against Shadow Collective. I dare you to discuss the list. Well, my dare has been taken, my friend. Andy, tear it a new one, as he says. <laughs> tear it a new one. <laughs> um, it's quite a hard list to tear apart because I can't find a major thing that strikes out as being rubbish like from a competitive sort of point of view yep i think even more so these days with any of the points changes and the current rule changes come in um he'd be over costed but not by much so he'd have to drop a few of them upgrades on din um because of the situational and up close and personal up po- uh, points increase um but i i think target and scopes is probably the only thing i question on that with ig88 um, but otherwise, yeah, I can't see anything wrong. Like, I think it is a good list. Eight activations with the new passing mechanism coming forward. I can see why. Um, I think he probably does go more toe-to-toe with Pikes than he believes. Um, Pikes, on average, will only get one natural crit and impact one. So it's only two saves you're making. So with five Pikes, that's only ten hits. Mm-hmm. And you, pro- you should save two of them. So it's only eight wounds. Uh, which sounds like a lot, but you've got a 11 health and an ATST, um, and you can shoot them and kill <laughs> kill them. Um, you're not going to wipe them, but you at least hamper the firepower in return for the following turn. Yeah, you, you bracket, you, you effectively bracket the unit that's shooting bracket and that sort of thing. But yeah, and then you've got two of these ATSTs, yeah. so I can see why on that last game he managed to handle the pikes pretty well because um, they don't like large dice pools and they don't like high velocity. So if you've got either or, yeah. Um, it's a good thing. And I think I, I love Double Bounty Hunter. Um, and I think with a lot of lists these days, taking like cheap officers, they're nice bounty targets. Um, yeah, and Capos. Easy to kill. And Capos yeah, and Vigos. There's lots of Maggies out there, especially if you're playing um, Blizzard Force. Especially, tell you what, anyone, any Scouse players, Northern players who are playing against Maggie, that's their bounty number one, that is. Yeah. Um, and you've got double bounty, so it, yeah, you definitely can't go wrong with that. No, it's true. I so if it were me come tear it apart. If it were me coming up against it, let's. I'm going to go with my if I'm playing my my fabled Yoda Kenobi list. So that's where I'll go with my because it's my favourite list. If I'm playing with that, I'm avoiding the two ATSDs all the time. I'm going for the and I'm going for with my bid because and I'm going for blue play myself and I'm going to use stuff uh, the objectives that require thumbs. And I'm going to go all out and kill his kill his objective uh, grabbers. That's the only flaw that I could pick in that really. Yeah, and that's I the, think that's and, just and generally... I think that's a, and I think that given with the lack of given the lack of bid, I think that's where um, that would be a, that could be an issue because instead of going for uh, bounties, he may be forced to use din and ig as objective grab grabbers, i.e. Um, uh, uh, recover, recover grabbers because you're not going to because you're not going to send stormtroopers there. You probably would use Din as the as the middle middle box recover grabber because of his speed three. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's that, that's my. I wouldn't say it's a flaw. I'm saying that's how I would that's how I would counter it. But he yeah, has no. He, that's yeah. I think that's the right way to tackle it. You've got to kill the thumbs. Um. And he's only got what six thumbs. Um, so if you can out thumb them or six. out activate them. So I've just got. He's only got six thumbs. He's not from Norfolk. Joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> Could have applied anywhere rural. He says living in Suffolk. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So yeah. So that's how I'd counter. But yeah, you, you're right. Count if you've got a if you've got a low activation list, you counter counter that with thumbs. You snap the thumbs off. Done. Not off the models. So there we go. But there, there are there are two lists for this week. So thank you to, to Chris and Andrew for sending those in. I hope we sufficiently did or didn't tear you the new one you did or did not require um little surprise for you andy it's christmas Mm. isn't it uh so i've I've got something prepared for you and it's a little bit of fun the what would have happened is it would have been you versus andy you versus ollie okay but now it's going to be you uh versus yourself and see how well you do (laughs) (laughs) so i've got eight questions for you i want you to place a bet on how many you think you're going to get right can I ask what the topic is? Star Wars. 
to little like think of you know like when you go to a work Christmas event and it's like got a little quiz. This is think of it as the our little podcast version of that. I like to say I'm quite a Star Wars nerd, so I'm going to go at least six. You're going to go with at least six. I would. I think you're going to get six too. And I've also got one that's. I didn't have a tiebreaker question, so I'll ask that at the end anyway, just for fun. So question number one: In the star in Star Wars: The Force Awakens, Daisy Ridley plays Rey, but which planet is the character from? Jakku. Correct. So that's one. Uh, yes. In what year was the first Star Wars movie released? This is why I thought I'd get six. <laughs> dun, 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 is it sixty-seven? You're ten years way way ahead of life. Uh, it's nineteen seventy-seven. <laughs> oh, so damn it. one. Uh, which actor played the role of Chewbacca? Oh, this is the stuff I hate. I oh, don't remember famous people's names. I've met him as well. I just yeah, he's lovely. Uh, he's not not around anymore. Dun, pass. Did it? Did it? Did it? Peter Mayhew. That's yeah. Right, I know two, it, but I don't know it. They're the two you're allowed to get wrong, so you've got to get full house for the rest to get your to get your prediction. Oh, if you don't get them, if you don't get them, I win your lim- limited edition Grogu. Um, <laughs> which of the Star Wars films had the tagline "The Battle Continues"? Battle continues. It's a tagline, so it would be Star Wars, whatever the thing is. The battle continues. It's not the tagline. Is that episode five? Correct. The Empire Strikes Back. Because obviously the battle continues. Yeah. Uh, what was Darth Vader's birth name? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, oh, wait a minute. I know it's Skywalker. So I've got to, yeah, it's Anakin Skywalker. Correct. Why did that even struggle you? <laughs> I was thinking, wait a minute. It's Trip Crackers. No, it's not. <laughs> Question number six. In Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, Liam Neeson played which character? Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Where he will he'll find you and do things to you and all that stuff. I couldn't remember the exact quote. That would have been brilliant. Good <laughs> the Phantom Menace, number seven. The Phantom Menace was also a character in which early sci-fi comic series? I'll give you a clue. It was also made into a film. Say that again. So the Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace was also, as in Phantom Menace, not the Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace was also a character in which early sci-fi comic series there is also a film featuring the same name. This one's this one. This one was the hard one. This was the one I put in to go. Aha. Yeah, I was going to say if you didn't say comic book, I would have said Phantom of the Opera. But that's not got a comic book. I don't know where sci-fi comes into that one as well. Yeah. Um... The Phantom of the Lightsaber. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go pass. the time. Yeah, that's really Boom. Flash Gordon. Ah, okay. I'm trying to think of the Brian Blessed quote now. I think it's like Flash Gordon, all that sort of ah, and then gutted now. I'm gonna get five. Flash, um. So there, you only get it five. Uh, what is the name of the sixth film in the Star Wars series released in... Well, I'm not going to say when it's released. So what is the name of the sixth film in the Star Wars series in release order? Oh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. There you go. Yeah, 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 it's order. cool. So you've got five out of eight, so I get a limited edition Grogu. Oh. Wonderful. And to get a limited edition Luke now, uh, Tiebreaker. Uh, this is just a fun question. Um, according to Wikipedia, which I had to do the statistics to check, how many X-wings took part in the Battle of Yavin? I'll get you just just pick, just pick a number. Uh, hundred twenty-eight. No, well, you're well over. It's Rebel Alliance, mate. There's hardly any. <laughs> oh, 20, sorry, twenty-eight. Twenty-two. <laughs> Twenty-two. Oh, right. Twenty-two. Of which twenty were destroyed. The only two <laughs> so what was that Luke. Luke and Wedge, <laughs> Luke, and, Luke and Wedge, and then there was, and then one. So apparently, of all the ships, there was only three that lit, three that survived. It was Luke and Wedge and some random white Y-wing pilot, because uh, his because <laughs> his Y-wing broke a little bit. So there we go. Um, oh, cool. I'm, I'm awful at uh, actor knowledge. That let me down there. Yep, there we go. But it, what can I say? Um, there we go. So that was the show. That was the main bulk of the show anyway. Now it's just to wrap up and we're going to advertise a few events going on. The first one I'm going to advertise is my own one uh, because it's a startup event. It's going to be cool. It's going to be new. So if you live in East Anglia and you're in range of Colchester, range three of Colchester, uh, you might want to come down to 40K on the 14th of January where I'll be running a tournament. Um, I haven't set a cap on the players yet. I'm hoping to get, because it's the first time an event's taken place there, 
If I get six, cool. If I get four, cool. If I get an odd number, I'll be the fifth. I'll be the, I'll be the extra. If I get a drop, I'll be the extra. So no one's going to lack games. If you need units to borrow because you're new and you want to try something else, give me a shout. I'm happy to like facilitate the the opportunity for you to play games and things. Um, just reach out to me on uh, via the via the show on the Facebook and things, and I'm happy to assist on there. So that will be the 14th of January, 2023. I think it might be the first event in the UK. Dun, dun, dun. so yeah but it's the first one in colchester and um, i'm looking forward to getting it off the ground down there uh, and i hope to see many people there so i'm looking at some people who live in essex andreas you don't live too far away um so yeah hopefully it'll go well and uh, and i will report back after the new year there'll be a show in between then probably anyway to talk about other things um after that you have uh, athena in norwich if on the 28th of Jan- 28th of january uh, they'll be doing an event um, have been well attended by those who live up and around and around the Norfolk as well but I reckon there'll be a split pool because there's also another one somewhere else Andy uh, first tournament of the year for MK is happening on the 28th of January as well do you want to say uh, where Saturday. that is oh uh, War Games Workshop there you go um, it's where I host them all always um, so yeah we're back on last Saturday of the, of the month um, so I'll be opening up the 18 slots for yep. that uh probably next week i'll probably create the facebook event over christmas yeah that'd be so cool people can start buying their tickets i will be at one of athena or mk depending on what's going depending on where i am or what my wife likes to go if she wants to go see norwich or whatever that sort of thing so i'll be there probably at the end of the month somewhere um there will also be the man the mando cup if you're more northern of england in the north of england the mando cup at harlequins and preston is taking place i will get the date up and on the facebook when I remember to do that, I, I had it up in front of me all prepped and ready to go and it's disappeared because that's life. But um, Harlequins in Preston, uh, if you need to know more, you can reach out to Simon Fullalove. And yes, that is his name, Simon Fullalove. Um, whether it's his real name, I don't know, I never asked. But it's F-U-L-L-A-V-O-E and you can reach out to him. I'm sure he'll be able to help you out and to give you more information on, on the Facebook. And that's uh, in Preston in the north of England uh, there. If you have an event that you are running, and you're listening or you know of events that are near your area please tell us let us know put it on our facebook page plaster it all over there and we'll plug it to the to the cows come home um this is obviously gonna be our last show before the end of the year so if you've been listening towards the end of the year for tours we love you lots thank you very much uh for listening and on behalf of ollie who isn't here he he says hang on he says mov is king and thank you for listening that's what he said. I I knew that's I know he'd say something like that. But yeah, Ollie, so Ollie Ollie would obviously thank you as well. And um and yeah, uh always reach out to us. I'm Cockles Faulkner on Discord. He's AGST, something, something, something with numbers on Discord. Um That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast is on our face is our Facebook. Have I forgot anything? We have an email. Wish a Merry Christmas and yeah. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy holidays of all varieties um all i've got is i've got one little audio that i was going to play but i'm going to try and sing it and make it sound as good as possible chestnuts roasting on an open fire <laughs> i did like that everyone has to like that happy holiday all and have a great new year Ta-ra! chestnuts roasting on an open fire You've been listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. To keep up to date with us, please like and follow us on Facebook, That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and Instagram, That's No Moon podcast. <laughs>